It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. Welcome to Anaheim. The San Jose Sharks have one more game to play before an extended break in which they'll hopefully get over some injuries, send Tomas Hurdle to the All-Star game, and also have fun with the American Hockey League All-Star Contest. Drew, uh, we're going to be part of that AHL All-Star mm-hmm. Contest. That's going to be a lot of fun. But what else you got planned for the break? That's it. Go to the gym, work out, do my radio show. I'm not a very exciting guy, Danny. You know, so I'm not doing a lot. But uh, overall, we will definitely watch the Super Bowl. Uh, there will be some uh, UFC. But um, I'll just do my regular stuff, just without hockey. Well, that's what I'm going to do. We're, my wife and I are going to go to Napa for a weekend and enjoy that and spend some time with friends, have a couple of dinners, and uh, kind of get recharged, which is what the Sharks want to do. But before that, there's some business tonight. The question I have last night is they got the victory. They got the shutout from Mackenzie Blackwood. But my other feeling is, what happened? Well, they had to have felt, I mean, in the third period or just overall? No, the fact that the game started at 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, like we we didn't blow any smoke on the on the Sharks audio network, and uh, we told everybody the truth. They were they were awful. They were red rotten in the first two periods. Um, they gave the puck away. Uh, I had one of the coaches say to me yesterday as I got on the plane, "Which part of the game did you like the best? The part where we passed to them, or they passed to us?" The giveaways were ridiculous. They they didn't hold the puck. They didn't earn their ice. They didn't. It, it was. I felt bad for the fans, and fans come out and, and they didn't see anything until the third period. Now the third period left, everybody left, left happy, and what that was a good thing. They started to hold on to the puck, they started to control, they started to make plays. They started to, to be better um, as far as attacking the net, getting shots on the net. The first two periods, they had eight shots total. What was the final shot they had? Um, 22. 22, something like that. So they were they were better in that third period. They put a per, they put a press on for the first time in a long time. So they woke up, I guess. So they you know we talked to William Macklin after the game and, and we asked him, did you feel did the team feel after McKenzie had played as well as he did that you owed him? And he he said, yeah, definitely. Um, he, he's been playing great all year, gave us a chance, and so we, we had to. So they, they did some things that they had to have done, they should have done, before the 9 o'clock start. I talked to David Quinn just a little while ago to do the Coach's Chalkboard Show, which you'll hear later on the Sharks Audio Network, and I asked him a question in a kind of a soft way. I said, do you think that Mackenzie Blackwood is becoming an elite goaltender among Canadian-born goaltenders? And he said, not just Canadian-born goaltenders. He goes, yeah, the, if you look at some of the numbers... They don't necessarily match up to the top of the league, but the eye test tells you and the teammate uh, level test tells you that this is a guy that any team would love to have. And judging by what he said, it looks like he's on the ride. He has, if you look at, if you look at the way the New Jersey Devils have played this year and you look at their main issue, 
their main issue was goaltending. I'm telling you, they'd love to have Mackenzie Blackwood back in the net. Just the way, just the way he is playing right now, they'd love to. You look at Mackenzie Blackwood and the games he has played, you cannot fault him with the exception of maybe a couple as far as what what he gave to the Sharks. He's kept them in games when they don't deserve to be in games. He's kept them in games when they've been overmatched. And last night, he was the reason they won that game. Bottom line, he was the reason because he was stellar. Even at the end when they pulled their goal in, it, in the, the giveaways that they had in the first couple periods, Mackenzie Blackwood made some key saves. You pointed it out on, on the post-game show in the Sharks replay that uh, that Tanif and the giveaway by Nikita Okchuk um, and Tanif comes in the first period, about 10 minutes in the first period. They score there. It's a different hockey game. Totally different hockey game. Mackenzie makes a terrific save. Big save. And again, sometimes it's not about how many you make, although he made 32 yesterday. It's when you make them. That was a key moment in the game. Without question of a doubt. And the other part of that is that, you know, you talk about that third D pair. Okochuk on the ice with Addison. And I think the other coaches are trying to get their top line out there against those guys because they have a little less experience. Try to take advantage of plays like that where Nikita kind of just lost his composure for just a second. Um, how do you combat that as a coach? Don't put them together. <laughs> yeah, I got no choice sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you don't have a choice. Um, you can't do much. It's hard to shield guys, especially on the defense court. You can shield the winger here and there. But isn't it also a part of the growth of the, these players to actually be put into a position like that where they have to deal with it and, uh, and it's sink or swim? Yeah, basically. And you, you, with, because of injuries, because of the situation the Sharks are in, um, they, they do have to play some young guys that don't have that much experience. So when they make a play like that, and you know, you talked about it last night on the air, that he's probably going to see it on video. He probably did see it on video, but he, those are the ones you don't even have to show a guy. He knows. But he just, Tanev just went hiding in the, in the wings in the middle of the ice, and the key tried to go cross ice to him. But that's what the, the whole team was doing in the, in the first two periods giving the puck away, giving the puck away, giving the puck away. You do that tonight against this team, forget it. They, they, they will light you up because they do have some of that talent. Now a couple guys with key injuries, but they're still a team that will pounce on that puck and put it past your goalie. I don't care who's playing that. One of the most impressive things about the second half of the season as it's gone on is not only are the Sharks above 500, they're doing it with uh, suffering still injuries to some key players. Uh, for tonight's game, I guess Ty Emerson came up with something that's bothering him because the coach says he's not going to play tonight and it is partially injury related. He's suffered from some problems all year, but that means Kyle Burroughs gets back in. And I'm good with Kyle Burroughs in terms of just stabilizing things back there when you're under siege. He might be an important player tonight. He's physical. He tries to kill plays quickly. Um, I, I like Kyle Burroughs. I probably like Kyle Burroughs more than most people. I don't I, I just I just like the way he plays. Um, I know Brett Hedekin, you, you were talking uh, about Kyle and how many minutes he plays and where he is. Maybe he doesn't shouldn't be that many shouldn't be playing that many minutes. Maybe he's he's been in an elevated role that that uh, puts him sometimes in a stressed out situation. Um, he's he's a guy that I like because he's physical. A guy I like because he he arrives uh, with an attitude. He's a guy I like because he competes like crazy. And I dig that in a hockey fight. Give me a guy who competes and a guy who's trying to prove something alive. I'll take him every day on my team. But I like Kyle in the 
Well, that's why you're the president of the Nico Sturm fan club. Well, Nico Sturm, you know my Nico Sturm. My love for Nico is is, is deep, and he is uh, he's everything you want in an athlete, everything you want in a hockey player, everything you want in a leader, everything you want in a, in a veteran to show you this is the way. If you want to be in the NHL, this is how you do it. I, 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 Nico is. Pro's pro. Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. He's a pro's pro. Anaheim's going with John Gibson in the Nets. The Sharks coming back with Capo Kakinen here in Anaheim tonight. And there's one player I want you to pay attention to a lot for the Anaheim Ducks, and that's Olin Zellweger, the defenseman. Um, I really have liked this kid every time I've seen him in the preseason. But the one thing about him, he's not big. He's under six feet tall. He's under 200 pounds. And, you know, the Sharks have a couple of guys in their organization. One of them is Daniel Gushin up front. Another one uh, on defense playing in Portland of the Western Hockey League. Uh, that's Luca Cagnoni. If these guys are going to make it in the NHL, they have to figure it out, and especially if you're a defenseman. But how do you survive if you're not that big and you're on D? Quick. Get back to pucks quick. Move the puck effectively. And, and, um, and make sure that you are... You're always moving. You always got to be. You got to be. The number one thing is you got to be a skater. You got to be a guy who can move pucks quickly. Those two. Those two things. Brett can talk to you. Talks to us all the time about. Give me two things. Two things that you do really well. And Owen, Owen Zellweger can skate and he can move the puck effectively. And he's got some offensive upside without a doubt. We put him with the veteran Cam Fowler, and that if that's going to help just like the Sharks with you know Jan Ruder with Henry Thrun, and now with Shakir Mukhlidou. Well, that's the way it's going to be. And, of course, Anaheim's got a couple of guys that are hot. Frank Vetrano always is tough against San Jose. Troy Terry has been red hot lately. And Adam Henrique looks like he wants to be showcased in case uh, any team that's going for the Stanley Cup might want to give Anaheim a passel of things to get his services. But it's going to be a fascinating game tonight. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock Pacific time with our pregame coverage. That's it for the Morning Skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.